Hi everybody, thank you for tuning in again and welcome to another episode of my podcast. I hope you have a cool drink near you or some snacks and you can enjoy my new stories. Today I'm telling you about how I found my apartment here in Brooklyn where I lived for the last three years and what people should have warned me about before moving to New York City. So go ahead, get comfortable and enjoy the next couple of minutes with me. Moving to New York was an idea I had for a pretty long time without even knowing it. I did not even realize it, but I remember one of my friends telling me one day, you're going to move to New York because you constantly talk about it. Back then I thought, whatever, I don't know what she's talking about, but I subconsciously worked towards it, I would say. I always watched Sex and the City secretly as a young girl in a room which was located right next to my old bedroom. And I remember my mom coming to check on me if I was sleeping and I had to turn off the TV and run to my bed and pretend I was sleeping. I really did not want her to know I was watching Sex and the City because it was so sexual and I was only a very young girl. And secondly, I was supposed to be supposed to be asleep. So... Back then, the TVs were that big, though, that all my mom had to do was put her hand on the top and notice it was hot and it was used right before. So she immediately knew that I was watching TV. So Sex and the City definitely put this image in my head that I one day would live in this beautiful apartment with a built-in closet on the Upper West Side. Years later, when I was about 13 years old, I started to watch Gossip Girl, as I think a lot of young girls at that time, which also played in New York City and gives you really unrealistic hopes about your living situation when you move to the city. Now I understand. I must have annoyed my friends after coming back from living in Las Vegas, talking about the US, talking about Gossip Girl. I even had a birthday party themed Gossip Girl. And... It was just because being in the U.S. for me was always like being in a bubble. And after moving to Brooklyn, I realized pretty quickly that that bubble had been popped. When I finally made my move to Brooklyn in August 2017, I was staying with a friend in the beginning to find an apartment from here. Because I at first thought I could find an apartment from Germany, but it was really hard to see which ads were really legit and there was one incident for example where a guy tried to sell me this room somewhere in Queens for an insane amount of money and of course he needed some credit card information in the beginning so I thought it was better to actually come here thankfully stay with my friend and look for apartments from here so when I arrived I looked through a lot of Facebook groups and I came across a few things that I could afford and I wrote all of those people and one girl came back to me and said you can come check this place out and I didn't really realize where the place was until the day we were supposed to check on the place and I realized it was only 30 seconds away from my friend's house like right around the corner which is crazy if you think about it just because Brooklyn is huge, New York City is gigantic, and just to be lucky to find something that close, I 
was just hoping that the place was also okay. I remember I thought the pictures seemed decent and I wasn't in a basement. There were windows in the room. So I was looking forward to seeing that apartment. And when we came to the house, the first thing I noticed, it didn't have a doorbell. So I texted the girl. She came downstairs and we definitely started with a super good vibe because both of us, I don't know, we were excited to see each other, I guess. And I looked for the apartment and I loved it. I came in there and I was like, this is where I want to be at. There were two room openings at the time and I told the girl, I take either one just because I really wanted to be in this apartment. One of the rooms didn't have no furniture and the other room that she was subleasing had furniture. So I have to say that was definitely the better choice for me because I came to the US with two suitcases, two suitcases and nothing else. I didn't have nothing. So... After I came home to my friend's house, I was super anxious. I was like, should I text her if I got it? And my friend told me, no, you're crazy. You can't just text her two hours later. But I was just so excited about that apartment. And I thankfully listened to my friend and I didn't text that girl because I didn't want to seem crazy too. And the next day I got the confirmation that I got the furnished room and I was able to move in a couple of weeks later. I was so hyped. I couldn't believe I would only live 30 seconds away from my friend in a neighborhood that I knew close to two major trains that only to take like about 20 minutes to get into the city on a good day. And yes, I was just so excited. The apartment has two bathrooms and four rooms and a living room. And I couldn't even imagine living in a place with a living room with windows. Hello, that was the dream. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I was super happy. This is the apartment I'm living in at the moment. I eventually moved into the room that was unfurnished a year later because somebody was moving out. And, you know, after a year, you can start to assemble furnitures. But the first year where I didn't have any furniture was good to live in a subleased room because you don't really want to spend money on all of those big things if you are at the same time figuring out how to move through the city if you like the apartment and you know coming from Europe you don't really have the chance to go back home if you don't like it you have to make it work at this point in time yeah that was it this is how I find my apartment <laughs> Well, now that you know how I got my apartment, let me tell you a little bit about my time being here. I have to start by saying that in Germany it gets barely super hot and therefore a lot of people do not have air conditioners. I think that might have changed over the last couple of years, but when I lived in Germany, the only place you could find an AC was a car. I might have thought that ACs you see in the window are securely put into the window, like with a hammer and nail kind of thing. Turns out they're not. I think someone should give people who move to New York from a different country like a little handbook that warns people. First, never look into someone's eyes on the train. And second, ACs are not safe. So this one day, I was taking a shower and I probably was only in the shower for like five minutes and the fire alarm went off 
three times. I have to mention that the fire alarm went off super frequent, frequently because when somebody was cooking something super hot on the stove, the alarm would always go off. At that time, however, I knew that I was the only one who was in the apartment and there was no reason for the fire alarm to go off. So I came out of the shower, got dressed, and I remember smelling some gas and I knew it was too much of a gas smell to think, oh, it's just all right. So after I got dressed, I packed a few of my most um, personal belongings, like my passport, and I wanted to leave the apartment. So I came into the kitchen and thought maybe I should open a window so the smell can go away. I tried to open up the window just a very, very tiny bit. And that moment, the AC fell out of the window. Boom! You have to imagine this is a giant, super heavy air conditioner sitting in the window of the kitchen. And my heart stopped. I have to say my first thought was, who can I blame this on? And oh my god what just happened i even took a step back after i calmed down for one second i went back and looked out of the window and i have to say i was super lucky not because the ac splattered everywhere on the ground but there's a little space in our house that we now call the bermuda triangle and that nobody can really access. So that's where the AC fell. So nobody got hit, nothing happened, just the AC fell out of the window. I was in such shock that I just immediately left the apartment and took a train to the city and walked around the city because the AC was gigantic and I was just so afraid that somebody would stand there and got hit by a gigantic AC. (sighs) The gas smell in the end turned out to be that somebody in the basement, I think, forgot to turn off their stove. And I think after I was back in the house, it was gone. That was one of the stories when I had gas smell in the house. Now during quarantine, I think two months back, I was sitting by the window looking outside and suddenly there were four fire trucks in front of the house everybody was looking out of their windows and i could see that the the firefighters were running towards our house but i thought maybe they go to the neighbor's house it turns out there were 12 firemen running into our house onto the roof because there was a fire on the roof because the upstairs neighbors decided to barbecue on the roof and i don't know they didn't seem like the best barbecuers at the time So there was another shock with fire. Um, There was another time where I was home with one of my roommates and I told her, like, I do smell a lot of gas. Like, something is weird. Even in the house hallway, there was a lot of gas. It wasn't coming from our apartment, but I just knew that it was way too much gas smell. And I kind of panic when I smell gas. I I really don't enjoy being in the house and thinking, oh, it's just going to go away. Like, I take it very seriously. So again, I packed my things, my passport. We went outside and to a coffee shop on the corner. And we we called the con ad people. And I think they came after like 30 minutes. 
and they soon found out that somebody in the basement again left the stove on and we figured out that the stove must have been on for at least 12 hours so that was it for me i didn't sleep at home that night because i didn't feel safe um but yeah that's just a little insight of what happens in this apartment from time to time there was actually another time where that also happened and the stove was on over the whole night um, because one of my roommates left it on and yeah there's always something happening over here i'm telling you if you live in new york you know that roommates come and go because people are just on the move people usually do not stay in one place for super long and at this point here in this apartment i'm the one who stayed the longest and i have lived with probably like eight people over the last three years and one thing that I noticed is it is super funny to interview new roommates because people are just very different and the stories that they tell especially over here in New York I don't know if it's that extreme anywhere else um, are just insanely funny we interviewed this one girl for one of the rooms and we asked her for her pet peeves and she really immediately said that she really just wanted to snap her fingers oh i couldn't do it right now <laughs> um and we were like okay why is that so important to you and she told us that she couldn't do it in the place she was living in right now because there was somebody living with post-traumatic stress um trauma that just couldn't stand the sound of snapping fingers which is not funny, but it was just funny to us that that was so important to her. But we found out that she was a musician and that she needed it to make music. But in the first instance where you hear something like that, you're just like, why does somebody need to snap their fingers so badly? So there was another girl who wanted to move in and we really, really liked her. And then we had a second interview with her later on after the first round and then she told us that she just wanted to let us know that her mom would come and stay over every other weekend because they had a really close relationship and that was a that was a no we cannot live here and a mom sleeping on the couch or even in the room every other weekend like we all came from our family houses and we didn't need a mother to be around so yeah that wasn't a thing. <laughs> um, but there are many other stories about my roommates that I actually lived with and the interviews that we did. So if you want to hear a little bit more in depth about that, let me know. I'm going to make a new episode about this. And I hope you enjoyed the episode about me being a rookie in Brooklyn and the crazy story with the AC and all those gas smells everywhere. Um, yeah. I really hope you enjoyed this episode and let me know because I'm still in the finding process and it's really hard to start something new and not knowing how everybody thinks about it and I hope you guys have a beautiful day. I think about you. I'm going to finish my coffee now and yeah, stay healthy until next time.